Morgan's AM, your pre-market briefing. US equity markets retreated as long bond yields continued to march higher overnight. Dow declined 333 points, or almost 1%, snapping a three-session winning streak. Broader S&P 500 dropped 1.3%, with materials, industrials, consumer discretionary and real estate all falling over 2% to lead nine of the 11 primary sectors lower. Energy and consumer staples were the only primary sectors to advance overnight. United Airlines holdings tumbled almost 10% following their result after the close of the previous session. The Nasdaq shed 1.6%, while the small capitalisation Russell 2000 index slumped over 2%. It was another busy US corporate earnings calendar overnight. After the closing bell, Netflix jumped over 12% in extended trading, comfortably recouping a 2.7% decline that it recorded in the regular session after posting a big jump in subscribers in the third quarter and announcing plans to hike the price for their basic and premium streaming packages. Elsewhere, Tesla was weaker after the release of its third quarter result that saw earnings per share undershoot consensus estimates. Morgan Stanley slumped 6.8%, logging its largest one-day percentage drop since the 11th of June 2020 after the investment bank reported a 10% decline in third quarter profit. Morgan Stanley Chief Executive James Gorman said the market environment was mixed, noting the bank's equity and fixed income businesses navigated markets well, and both wealth management and investment management produced higher revenues and profits year-on-year. On On a conference call with analysts, the bank said it sees a strong pipeline of deals, but not until early 2024. Procter & Gamble gained 2.6% after the consumer goods giant posted stronger-than-expected fiscal first-quarter adjusted earnings per share and revenue, boosted by further price increases. Tonight sees American Airlines Group, AT&T, Blackstone, rail operators CSX Corp and Union Pacific, and Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Co., post-quarterly results. It was also a busy US economic data calendar overnight. Housing starts rebounded 7% in September to an annual pace of 1.36 million units, following a sharp 1.5% drop in August, according to the Commerce Department. It marked a stronger rise than the 6.8% rebound expected by economists. Housing starts peaked at 1.8 million in April 2022. Building permits fell 4.4%, in September, less than the 6% decline projected by economists. Meanwhile, the Federal Reserve's Beige Book of General Economic Conditions observed that the US economy exhibited stable to slightly weaker growth in the early Northern Hemisphere autumn. Most parts of the economy indicated little to no change in economic activity since the September report, according to the Beige Book. Higher wages, oil prices and insurance costs kept the upward pressure on inflation, according to the report, yet businesses struggled to pass on cost increases to resistant consumers who have grown more sensitive to prices. Existing home sales for September, the Conference Board's leading index for September and the Philly Fed Manufacturing Index for October are released tonight, while Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell addresses the Economic Club of New York. European bosses were weaker amid a flurry of corporate earnings releases on both sides of the Atlantic, with the mining sector down 2.7%, leading the pan-European Stock 600 Index just over 1% lower. Both Germany's DAX and France's CAC also fell approximately 1%. In broader stock moves, ASML Holding, which supplies lithography machines that are essential for manufacturing semiconductors, dropped 3.4% after reporting an 11% year-on-year rise in net profit in the third quarter and exceeding analyst estimates. Customers continue to be uncertain about the shape of the demand recovery in the industry. We therefore expect 2024 to be a transition year, according to CEO Peter Wenick in a statement alongside the company's earnings. 
In economic data, a final reading of the Eurozone Consumer Price Index increased 4.3% year-on-year in September, slowing from 5.2% in August and confirming previous estimates. The core measure rose 4.5% year-on-year. London's FTSE 100 shed 1.1% following hotter-than-expected UK inflation figures and amid concerns stemming from ongoing tensions in the Middle East. In UK economic data, the Consumer Price Index held steady at 6.7% in September against economists' expectations for a dip to 6.6%. The core CPI measure eased to 6.1% in December, down from 6.2% in August, but again slightly higher than the 6% forecast by economists. Base metals were mostly firmer, copper adding 0.3% to be trading just shy of $3.63 a pound. Aluminium gained half a percent, nickel up 0.4%, while nickel was little changed. A flurry of data was released in China yesterday, with the National Bureau of Statistics releasing the latest activity data for September. Industrial production grew 4.5% year-on-year, matching August's pace and a touch stronger than the 4.4% growth projected by economists. China retail sales increased by 5.5% year-on-year in September, accelerating from a 4.6% increase in August and also topping economists' forecasts for a 4.9% rise. Fixed asset investment grew 3.1% in the first nine months of 2023 from the same period a year earlier, against economists' expectations for a 3.2% rise. Meanwhile, China's gross domestic product grew 4.9% year-on-year in the third quarter, stronger than the 4.5% rate expected by economists, but falling well short of the 6.3% year-on-year growth rate recorded in the second quarter. Benchmark Spot Iron Ore lost $1.55 or 1.3% to $115.85 a metric tonne. Gold futures rallied $33.10 or 1.7% to $1,968.30 an ounce amid a flight to safety as traders monitored the tensions in the Middle East. Oil prices also rallied amid reports that Orion had called for members of the Organisation of Islamic Cooperation to introduce an embargo on selling oil to Israel. WTI was up $1.66 or almost 2% to 88.32 a barrel, the highest settlement since the 3rd of October. Brent gained $1.60 or 1.8% to $91.50 a barrel, the highest settlement since the 29th of September. Jordan cancelled a planned Arab summit with President Biden, who touched down in Israel on Wednesday. Jordan's foreign minister told state-run television that the nearly two-week-old war was pushing the region to the brink. Elsewhere, the Energy Information Administration recorded that US commercial crude inventories fell by 4.5 million barrels for the week ended the 13th of October, much larger than analysts' expectations for a 300,000-barrel decline. On bond markets, 10-year Treasury yields climbed almost 6 basis points to 4.9%. The 30-year bond yield added 4 basis points to 4.99%. Fed Governor Christopher Wallace said at a presentation in London overnight that the Federal Reserve needs to wait, watch and see how the economy evolves before making any interest rate moves. And the Australian dollar is buying around 63.3 US cents. The labour force report for September headlines today's Australian economic calendar with the unemployment rate expected to hold steady at 3.7%. This is general advice only, and we have not considered your needs or objectives.